Good evening. I'm October Weeks, paranormal horror dark fantasy author. I also write paranormal romance under the name Libby Bishop. Welcome to Haunted October's Paranormal Podcast. Grab your favorite drink, cozy up around the campfire, and enjoy the show. So tonight, I am going to be talking about my latest paranormal experiences, um, because there's been quite a few. <laughs> Um, but I'm gonna mostly talk about the two, um, two very, like, prominent ones. So the first one is, so one of my closest friends, the one who, um, uh, like, when we're together, our gifts are very much, like, tripled in strength. I was sitting on my recliner, um, last week, and I just, my, my own business, and all of a sudden, it literally felt like I was just jolted into my friend's house. And there was a very strong, and I mean very strong, male presence. And I sat straight up and I said, oh, fuck, I have to text Jamie because this is not good. This is not good. So I immediately, you know, texted her and said, I don't want to freak you out, but there is a presence in your house. He's, it's male, he's like between, you know, in his 30s, 30 to 40 years old, he's very agitated, he's kind of tall, you know, I'm like, and he's by, in the hallway by the bathroom, and I'm like, he's just, he's just so agitated, you know, and so I didn't hear from her, I didn't hear from her, and then finally, I think around 8 o'clock at night, 8, 8.30, um, I get a text saying, I just got your text, um, I just got home, and I'm going in. And she went in, and, she, you know, she's, the first thing she said uh, when she felt the presence was, oh, fuck, here we go. <laughs> and so instead of being like, it was still in the hall, that, down that hallway, but it was in um, her son's room instead, and I'm like, oh, crap. It didn't feel like it was gonna hurt anybody. The present, the uh, ghost wasn't gonna hurt anybody, but it was very agitated. I didn't know why it was there, um, but it was extremely strong enough. Look, she lives like a half hour away from me, and I felt like I. It was almost like remote viewing. Like I tunneled right into her home, and I could feel this presence as if I was there. I saw him. I felt him. I could give you details of everything about this guy and so I was literally I could feel it I felt it in um, her son's room and then I felt it kind of follow her for the rest of the night um, you know it stayed in the kitchen with her when she was cooking dinner um, it's then it went back to the hallway and then it just it started pacing between the hallway and the kitchen and I felt all this as if I was in her home I have never felt something so clearly from that far away like it was insane how clear this was and it was almost like the most thing I can relate I can really relate it to or describe it is kind of like remote viewing where you're in one place and someone's like far away from you and you can see like everything so when I got together with her um like a few days later and we were talking about it and I just like it was so nuts sitting in my chair minding my own business and all of a sudden boom you know I was in your house and the spirit was there and I'm like I have to tell her I have to tell you right away I have to tell her right now 
So I had made her, um, well, I had made a bunch of protective candles and I had given them to her, to my sister, um, to my other best friend. And she had lit her protective candle in her son's room and put a little bag of salt under his bed to try and, cause that's all she had to work with and to kind of keep the spirit out of her son's room. And, um, and I think, and that's when it started to follow her instead, like it would pace and then it would stay in the kitchen with her. Like when she was cooking dinner and the cats, she has three cats. were all staring at this one spot, like staring right at this guy. And during the night, her son kept getting woken up and he had told her it was like he was being shaken awake. And I'm like, that's so weird because the spirit should have not been able to go into the room. And I think what it was, was he could, he could only get to the point where like the candle was and then he couldn't get any closer. So he was kind of using his energy to wake up her son. And the cat was staring like, you know, hackles raised towards the end of the bed, but you know, and staring at where the spirit was, you know. So the following day when I had woken up, I could still feel him in her house, but he wasn't really agitated. He was a lot lighter. The sense of him was really light and he was in that same place, you know, like around the hallway. And then his energy just sort of, I couldn't feel him anymore. And she said, yeah, um, he just gradually kind of left, you know, it took him, I think most of that day. And then I just couldn't feel him anymore and neither could she. But it was so funny because we were in the car a few days later and we were talking about this. I'm like, it was just so, in, it was just so crazy because I was literally just sitting there and suddenly I'm in your house and there's this spirit there and I could feel him like so strongly and he was so agitated. And I'm like, it was just, it was insane. And, you know, of course she gets back to her house after and then gets my, t and then my texts come through and, um, She's like, well, I just got, you know, I just got here and I'm going in now. And as she enters the house and she feels the spirit, she's like, oh, great. Here we go. <laughs> so at the same time, I'm dealing with this ghost. <laughs> um, another friend. Um, and this is the one, if you follow my TikTok account, um, I was saying I did, um, I did a sleep meditation to open my third eye a little bit more to try and figure out what this ghost was the spirit was in her basement and she because um, it was kind of mostly in the bathroom down in the bathroom down there and it was very negative like I it was insane so when I had first felt it I you didn't feel it very much when you were with somebody so like if she was with me and we went down there or you know, even if there was a pet that went down with me, I could not feel it very strongly. But when I went by myself, it really made itself known. And it was very heavy, negative energy. So, and I let her know that. And I'm like, you know, put some of the crystals down there and just make sure, you know, it knows that it's not allowed to come upstairs. And I, I had the feeling that it was locked to the basement like it couldn't leave the basement so um, it got really pissy when she put the candles down there I mean the crystals down there and tried to 
uh, and like followed her up the stairs and it was really agitated and um she's like well you can't come up here and after a few hours um it kind of went back to the basement and she actually did not feel it for a little while and um anyway i'm getting ahead of myself so that night when i was doing the meditation after after i was over there and i initially felt it um i had fallen asleep and i was in this basement and it wasn't like hers but i was in a basement and i was walking up stairs and the stairs were wooden and you know they were just plain stairs so you could like see through um you know the in between each step you could see through it and i felt this heavy presence as i got to like the middle of the stairway then i looked through the stairs like down through the stairs and i saw um a person who (laughs) is part of her life as well as mine but uh he was much younger he had short hair like when they had first met and i'm like but i knew it wasn't him the energy was similar but i knew it was like mimicking the energy and i was he smiled i got lifted got thrown to the middle of the room i got up immediately and he was grinning at me and like leaning one hand on the stairs and looking at me with a grin and he chuckled and he said i see you and i said i see you too motherfucker (laughs) and then i woke up and i'm and i was actually still partially i could hear the meditation uh the person leading the meditation was still talking and um i'm like okay okay i see what's going on here so the spirit the that was down there um had the ability to mimic people you know the energy of people you know um that have passed and this death had happened to be relatively close so that's what he was using and i told my friend you know don't uh fall for it because it's not him it's not actually him it's something is mimicking it so a few days go by and she had texted and told me you know I don't feel very strongly it's very light it's in the bathroom it's not really bothering any of us um, but it's definitely still here I'm like okay so I went over the other day and I went down there I had smudge uh, smudge sage spray and I went down there and the first few times I went down there I sprayed and I said you can't stay here um, you're not allowed to stay here you need to leave because that presence to me when I was by myself was still very heavy because he knew that I knew that he wasn't who he said he was and I actually put a EVP recorder in that bathroom about an inch under um, uh, there was a curtain instead of a door uh, so I put that under and I went back upstairs and I said, I told my friend, I'm like, you know, don't. Um, it's very light. I said, I, the last time I sprayed, it was very light. It backed off. Um, so I'm, I'm not sure. So she, when she had gone down by herself, she, like, I think three hours later, and um, I was in the living room, and I'm like, I saw the look on her face when she came through. And 
she's like shaking her head. I'm like, still down there? And she goes, yeah, tried following me up, but it was playing on my empathy and being like, you know, don't, um, and mimicking the person that she had lost and, you know, like, please don't throw me out. I promise I won't hurt anybody. I'm just going to be here. I'll leave you alone. Just like, don't kick me out. And she, she had said in her mind, you know, no, you can't stay. You need to leave. And so I went down there and grabbed the uh, voice recorder, listened to it, and I could pick up sounds like a toilet lid opening and closing, um, which is interesting because there's not a lid on that toilet down there. Um, it had broken and she hadn't been able to replace it. And but you could hear the lid and then you could also hear the sound of drumsticks kind of um, uh, against the sink, you know, playing a little rhythm. And I'm like, what the hell? So I went back down there, did some EVP, did an EVP session, didn't pick anything up. Um, so I grabbed the spray again and started pushing him out. And he really wasn't happy about that. But I'm like, you can't stay here. You need to leave. This is not your home. And I was kind of getting these images in my head every time I did that. And I couldn't really make, because they were so fast and I couldn't really make sense of them. So I had her come down to reinforce what I was telling it, because it is her place and she needed to be the one in control of it. And as she was telling it the same thing I was and reinforcing that it wasn't allowed there, I was getting these images and I finally could understand what was happening. Like this being, this spirit was brought there by previous tenants. They opened a doorway and I'm fairly certain they knew it. Like they did it intentionally. Um, I can't be a hundred percent certain of that, but I feel like in my gut, I feel like they intentionally brought it in. Um, and then uh, so the doorway was open and this thing came in and it had plenty of fuel, you know, negative fuel to feed on for a really long time to sustain it. And um, so then suddenly that supply was cut off and that's why I was feeling it so strongly was because this spirit knew that I was going to force it out and he didn't want me around so he was trying to intimidate me and I'm like no this ain't gonna work honey I've dealt with worse than you so as my friend was telling it you know you can't stay here you need to leave this is my home you're not allowed to attach to anybody you're not allowed to follow us you need to get out and as she's saying that and as I'm getting these images the air was so heavy and I could see this spirit being pushed back and then it was like thrust back and it was in these like invisible cage walls because he tried to come forward and he couldn't and he was like pounding on the like invisible wall in front of him and he couldn't get back into the um apartment so i don't believe that it's ever going to be fully gone because that doorway was opened and me and my friend basically pushed this spirit into a cage because he can never fully get out of that basement. 
So they're still going to feel him. They're going to feel his eyes on them. But he can he can't feed on them. He can't he cannot get back into the basement from where he is. Like he can see it, but he's walled off from entering it. And I hope that just made sense. <laughs> she did tell me that the previous tenants were not the greatest people. Like there was a lot of issues in that apartment because she originally lived a few doors down before moving into the one she was in. And like the whole place was pretty much destroyed when they moved in. So I had to fix a bunch of stuff up before they could actually move from a few doors down before they can move their stuff into the apartment there. And now they had to do a lot of work to fix it up. So it wouldn't, it, she said it wouldn't surprise her if they did do something like that. Like they just, they opened the doorway intentionally and they never closed it. And I've seen that happen a lot. Like, but more so with people who intentionally like do a seance or use a Ouija board to conjure anything like they're not nothing specific but uh, just to call spirits to them but they don't close their circle they've opened um, and that spirit whatever being or spirit comes through is allowed to stay because nothing was ever closed and the best example of that and I've talked about this before was when my friend and I, my friend Jamie and I had gone for that late after, uh, late evening walk and we got to the park and we heard those children's, a boy, a little boy and a little girl's laughter, um, high pitched, not pleasant laughter. Um, that laughter a few years later, um, my friend was talking to a coworker who said, you know, we held a seance um, over in that cemetery at some graves that were like 16, 1700s of these kids, and um, but we didn't get anything. <laughs> My friend looked at her and said, you need to close that door. Like, you need to get over there and you need to close it because you didn't close it. And they, those kids are still wandering around and it's not pleasant. And the person had said, yeah, you know, the coworker had said, okay, we will, you know, okay. They didn't because not long after that, um, my friend was driving and as she had got to the road that's um, next to the cemetery, uh, she saw two children's hands um, clasped together, just the hands and kind of swinging back and forth. So, nope, and uh, every time I drive by that cemetery, I can still feel them in there. And so she, so can she. So no one's ever closed that doorway, and those kids are still running around. Speaking of Ouija boards, no, I don't like them. I don't like being around when people are using them, let alone going anywhere near one myself. And there is a good reason for that. In my personal experiences and the experiences of those I'm close to most of the time and again this is personal experience your experience may be different but in my personal experiences even when you're very specific about who you're calling to speak with you you're not actually getting that person I, I think about 99% of the time um, when I had used them and 
my friends had used them, you weren't getting who you asked for. And these were not nice spirits that came through that board. And most of the time they weren't human spirits coming through that board. So no, I do not like Ouija boards at all. And I know a lot of other sensitives and mediums and witches who refuse to use a Ouija board because of those reasons. Now again, these are personal experiences and personal experience of people that I know and trust. So your experiences may vary, but I do not like Ouija boards at all. And I don't want to be in their presence when somebody is using them. So those have been my two most prominent um, paranormal encounters that I've had in the last week and a half. <laughs> if you have any questions or comments or anything you'd like me to go into more detail about, let me know, leave a comment, and I will um, get to those questions and comments on the next podcast. And until the next podcast, thank you so, so much for joining me and have a great evening.